Bogey got his ass kicked yesterday, uh, yesterday late afternoon. So walking, throwing the ball, the sun's going down, it's perfect temperature, the waves, everything is great. The, the, the sun out here was just stunning. Then I throw the ball, and all of a sudden, I didn't see it coming at all. A dog came out of nowhere. It was a group of people, and usually when you come upon a group of people, you look around, make sure if they have a dog, it's either on a leash or if it, make sure it's kind of a friendly dog, you know. I didn't see this dog. I saw the group of people. I throw the tennis ball. Doggy runs for it. And all of a sudden, this giant mastiff, this huge dog that I honestly thought was a, a pot-bellied pig. I, I really didn't think it was even a dog. This thing was just a massive, massive flesh, way bigger than Doggy. And Doggy's almost 80 pounds. Um, this thing had to weigh 110, 120 pounds, I would say. Just goes into full attack mode, jumps on Doggy. Doggy's pinned down. He's yelping. This dog is just <laughs> biting the shit out of him. I'm like, ah, hell nah. So I jump on this dog and I'm just with all my weight, no joke, all my weight. I'm like pushing him like this and it's dead weight. I'm just trying to get him off the dog. Get him off Doggy, right? I can barely budge uh, this dog. All of a sudden, the owner comes running over. He goes, get off my dog. And I'm like, he's killing him. He's killing him. Because we've been in confrontations, man. Anyone that has a has a dog, you, you've been in confrontations, and you know which ones are the bad ones. This was a bad one. This was not a, this was a very dangerous one. I, and doggy's all twisted because he's trying to get free. I don't know if he's going to get his neck broken. The dog has a, a lock on doggy's throat. So I was able to push him off like that. And the guy's now yelling at me. He's like, get off my dog. And I'm like, help me get your dog off my dog. He's killing him. All of a sudden, doggy's yelping and crying. The next thing you know, the guy kind of pulls his dog off, uh, off doggy, right? But he's sort of like not taking it seriously. So he lets the dog sort of go again. And the dog goes right back at doggy. And it's now biting, biting his uh, butt, basically. And then I'm like, what the hell? So I get right in the guy's face. I'm like, what, do you, what is wrong with you? This, th your dog is aggressive, and he's pretty much trying to kill my dog. That's when this giant, giant human being came uh, rolling up to me, who was associated with this group, and he basically is like, uh, uh, get out of here, move along, leave. I'm like, I ain't leaving. And doggy's on the ground yelping, right? And all of a sudden, uh, the guy belly bumps me out of this, out of this situation. <laughs> He's belly. Have you ever been belly bumped out of a situation? It's really embarrassing. Next thing you know, the dog gets free again. Now we're, we're, I'm trying to get out of the situation, even though I'm, I'm red hot. But I'm also trying to figure out how, how hurt doggy is. And I, I don't, I don't like backing down from anybody. But the belly bump was pretty significant. I'm like, oh man, I'm gonna get my ass handed to me. And then, then all of a sudden, the mastiff was was free again and, and put a death lock on the on the left leg of Doggy. And that's the that's the video I just uh, showed you. It's a it's a, a pretty decent puncture wound to his back left leg. The owner had a really tough time, like uh, getting the jaw off doggy's uh, back leg really tough time i was like holy and i just saw the flat it was like pulling 
was pulling like this. And the guy's like, oh, I forgot the best part. So then I get the I get the belly bump out of the situation, right? And he's like, just leave, just walk, oh, just walk away, just walk away. And I'm like, I ain't walking away, I'm fucking pissed. And then he belly bumps me. And then I'm like, oh no, no, no. I, I'd rather get knocked out than be humiliated by a belly bump. But then I was thinking of doggy. I'm like, I gotta get him out of this situation. This dog is absolutely insane. So I'm like, I can't believe I gotta suck it up and walk away after a belly bump. And then um then I'm walking away, and then the other guy that came over and said, get off my dog, when my dog was basically, at this point, it was looking like he was attempting to kill Doggy. That guy, as I'm walking away, I'm breathing heavy at this point, because I just was wrestling this giant mastiff, and then I get belly bumped, and then Doggy's like panting and yelping and crying. I'm like, this is crazy. This was supposed to be a lovely walk as the sun was sort of getting low in the sky. Oh, Jesus, this is right. Um, then the, uh, the guy that ran over the, uh, initially and said, get off my dog, you know, he saw me get in between the two dogs and he goes, no dog is worth stitches. And I went, oh, if that doesn't say it all right there, they don't give two craps about their dog because my dog's worth stitches, especially if I think my dog's in deep trouble. I'll take a I'll take a, a ridiculous bite from a dog to try to, you know, protect my dog. I'll do it in a second. That said everything when he goes, no dog is worth stitches. Like, I guess I was supposed to let uh, these two fight it out. My dog my dog didn't want any part of this giant mastiff that outweighed him by, like I said, probably 40 pounds at least. At least. Like I said, the thing looked like a pot-bellied pig. At first, I didn't even think it was a dog. Begrudgingly, I had to kind of leave with uh, with Doggy because I was more I was more worried about about him than myself. And uh, he was just like he was just so scared and bothered. And then I'm then I'm trying to check him out. And then the guy's yelling, "It's both your faults! It's both your faults! Both dogs off the leash! Both dogs off the leash!" Like we all know, we 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 let our dogs off the leash, especially late in the day, especially if you know you got a dog that's decent that's not gonna attempt to do a death a death uh, lock on another dog's throat. I know for a fact that my dog is not going to do a death grip on some other dog's throat like what was happening with doggy at first when, before I was able to push this massive dog off off, uh, off my dog and then I got belly bumped that was so embarrassing so I come home I'm shaking at this point uh, doggy's bleeding he wasn't bleeding at first to be honest with you he wasn't bleeding and then the blood's just pouring out of his left leg. I'm like, oh, that's fucking great. And then we brought him home. We checked everything else out. It, everything else looks okay. I showed you the I showed you the worst uh, the worst little uh, you know wound from uh, from the dog fight. And my wife got to love her. She's like, fuck this. She, she marches right back down to the beach to talk to these guys. And they were being aggressive towards her, like guys being aggressive towards a woman. Like she's like. Whose dog is this? And no one would answer. Her. And, and and she's like, this dog just beat the shit out of our dog. Whose whose dog is this? And then they begrudgingly uh, talk to her, and she's like, does he have all his shots? Because he didn't even have a collar, you know. Because you got to worry about the rabies and everything else. And then and they're barely like, they're barely like, you know, giving her any respect. They don't say sorry. It was so obvious. Because then when I was walking down the beach, people were like, holy crap, that dog's a problem. I'm like, thank you. I'm glad you saw that. They were they were trying to gaslight me. I'm like, dude, I didn't 
nothing wrong. I just threw a tennis ball. I had no idea you have a vicious dog that you decided to uh, keep off a leash. Obviously, this dog has uh, done this a few times in the past. It is pouring out. Um, so she marches down there, and then like, then the one guy is like, you know, doing this crap. He's doing kind of a Conor McGregor thing. When Conor McGregor used to be able to fight before he went into party mode. He's doing a Conor McGregor thing to my wife. And she's like, I just want to know, you know, if, if there's anything we have to worry about. You know, the dog's at the house and he's bleeding. He's got a puncture wound. We want to make sure, you know, all, all your dog's shots are uh, up to date. Do you live in this house? And they go, yes. She's like, I want your phone number just to make sure. Then she walked back. She's like, oh, my God, those people are like, <laughs> I told you. They didn't care. I, they thought it was some weird little incident. I'm like, it, it, I'm, I'm like it, 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 this is not a weird little incident. Maybe you're used to your dogs just savagely attacking other dogs. But guess what? I'm not used to it, especially when the dog comes home bleeding pretty good. Uh, Obi, it drives me crazy when you call him Doggy. It's like when people call their youngest the baby, no longer how old. What's the dog's name? Humble Einstein. Uh, for your purposes, his name is Doggy. He's been Doggy since he was a, a, a puppy. It's not even about giving you his real name. At this point, he's just known as Doggy. So we'll we'll continue doing that if that's okay with you. I just told this horrific story. The guy's like, I'm bothered that you call him Doggy. How about the horrific story I just told, Humble? Doodle uh, dogs are the best dogs. Yeah, they are, uh, Flat Cat Jessica. They sure are. So, man, you just never know. Right around the corners, any, anything crazy could happen. And, uh, and that's, man, it was such a glory. I mean, it was such an awesome weekend. And to end like that, it was just like, it was a bummer for the whole house. Because then we weren't even sure how bad, you know, uh, Doggy was hurt. I'm not going to oversell it. He seems pretty good. I, I took him out this morning, and he wanted to play with his dumb tennis ball. And, and, you know, I threw that around a little bit before this rain hit. Oh, my God, it's pouring. The umbrella's holding it back, though, man. Um, so, well, I hope your weekend was better. You know, Chris, a.k.a. Fish Guy Photos, is a um, really good friend of mine. His wife uh, knows a thing or two about, uh, you know, dogs and training dogs and stuff. And she said, and I'll pass this along to you, that, uh, you know, if your dog's in a brutal fight like that, where you're like, I got to get this effing dog off my dog, uh, she goes, just grab its back legs, both back legs, and lift it off the ground. And you got to hold on like that, because then eventually the dog's like, what the F is going on? And they will release, because they want to know why, you know, why his back legs are up in the air. Um, and then we looked it up online, and sure enough, yeah, that's uh, they, they suggest that. You know, but I, I'll get right in there. I don't care. I'll get I'll get right the f in there. But next time, yeah, I would I would grab the back legs. Absolutely. Uh, Vince Scaramuzzo, hope you got the Kenny treatment right out of there. I got, I got belly bumped. I got belly bumped. This guy, you know the type of. I mean, the guy was probably uh, he towered over me, and I'm not I'm not that short. I'm you know I I I I I I play six foot with shoes. Let's just put it that way. I'm probably more like five ten and a half, five five, five almost five eleven. But uh, this guy towered over me, and he had just one of these giant. I like my beer bellies, and boy did he belly bump me out of the situation.
So when I tell these stories, people are like, you're not tough, Oop. I'll be the first person to tell you I'm not tough, but I'm stupid. Me and my brothers are stupid. We get, we get red hot, I guess because of how we were brought up. Uh, we get red hot, and we've gotten ourselves in crazy situations. I got a, <laughs> I got a brother that was fighting on a very regular basis, and I got a cousin I got a cousin that watches this every once in a while, and uh, he, he tells the story how my brother would be knocked out in a crazy-ass fight. He was a rugby guy. Pretty happy that he's, uh, you know, a, a really good father with a, a bunch of kids. And this, these are these are stories from uh, a long time ago. But my, my cousin tells a story about just carrying my brother who was knocked out in a fight. Because, like, we get red hot. Us Hughes get red hot. So I'll be the first to tell you I'm not a I'm not a tough guy. I'm a stupid guy. And I've gotten myself in situations over the years. Um so we're uh <laughs> I love this. I really do love this story though. So we uh we're up there in Boston at WAF, the only station that really rocks. We're just crushing it. We're going up against BCN. Uh, BCN hates our guts because we were the first radio show to beat them, which was unheard of because our signal was bad. So you had to have just a rabid following to get this done because uh, with BCN, you could drive anywhere in the Boston area and pick them up. With AAF, not so much. So when the signal was crappy, people were like, screw this, and they would go to BCN because they were playing uh, similar music. But we were so good in between the records. People were like, I, I got to listen to this, even though the signal sucks. So that's uh, that's some backstory. So BCN hated us. They're like, oh, my God. And they were the ones that uh, turned New York on to us. I'm, I'm convinced of it. Because they're like, how do we get these idiots out of Boston? And next thing you know, they're like, I, I know. They're from New York. They need help down in New York. So. I'm convinced that Oedipus and BCN were the ones that called New York and said, can you get these idiots out of our market? They're killing us. So you get them out of the market. Then you make Boston a lot stronger in the radio world. And then you can use these guys to pump up your New York stations. That's exactly how it went down. So with that said, uh, you know, we were taking our early shots at Howard Stern and all that. And so me and Anthony were, we had a, a broadcast from um, the parade route. Uh, not the parade route, sorry, the the marathon uh, route, and we uh, we are in a bar. I think it was called Mary Ann's. Is a, is there a bar up there called Mary Ann's? Um, and we're doing a live broadcast as the runners are running by, and we're just being goofy. And you know, back then, man, when we said we were going to be somewhere, it was cra I mean, it was crazy. The amount of people that showed up, it was absolutely insane, absolutely insane. So we're in a bar broadcasting live Boston Marathon Day with all our fans. There's no one in there that isn't a fan of our show, except for one guy. <laughs> There's one guy. He kept coming up to the table as we're, as we're live. And he's trying to yell uh, out Howard Stern rules. You guys suck. So I was feeling it. And I was a little annoyed by it. And I'm, uh, I'm like, I'm, I got to hit this guy. <laughs> I went right to that. That's what I mean by me being stupid. I'm like, I got to hit this guy. This this guy's annoying me. So every chance he got, he would come up to the table and he would yell, Howard Stern rules, you guys suck. But the table, 
that we were broadcasting from was was wide. And as he's saying this, I'm I'm thinking, I need I need him to get closer. I need him to get closer. So he goes, Howard Stern rules, you guys suck. I go, What? I can't hear you. So he leans in a little bit. Howard Stern sucks. You I mean, Howard Stern, sorry, Howard, I, I, in my head, I just know Howard Stern sucks, so I didn't want to say that. Howard Stern rules you guys suck. I so he leans in more, right? And I'm like, all right, I just need him. I need just a little more. I, go, I, can't, I can't hear you. Anthony's laughing at this point. He's loving it. Guy leans in just enough, and he goes, Howard Stern, bam, and I give him a punch. There is audio somewhere, because it was out there for a while, where you hear Anthony go, oh, my God, Opie just punched him. All hell breaks loose. Now this guy's trying to get at me, right? But, look, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I, I also knew I was, uh, you know, I was the home team, so that probably helped. Like I said, I like giving you guys all angles of this stuff. So in my head, I'm thinking, all right, you know, this is a home game. All our fans are there. It's one idiot. He now is going nuts. Absolutely nuts. The bouncer grabs him off his feet. And he's like screaming and yelling as they're trying to like bounce him out of the place. And uh, to the delight, I'm not going to lie to you, to the delight, uh, our fans were just taking cheap shots at this guy from the time the bouncer grabbed him, got him off his feet. And, and got him out of Marianne's. <laughs> Cheers. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. One time I almost broke this fucking guy's uh, leg in a, in a cab door. Me and my wife, uh, I think we were still dating. We might have been uh, newly married. We went to some really, really nice dinner around uh, Columbus Circle. And all of a sudden, it starts pouring out. We're trying to find a cab. And all of a sudden, um, a cab is pulling over for us, right? And my wife is in front of me. And so she's going for the cab first. And this idiot thought that uh, it was just her alone. And he didn't see me. So he basically did everything but push her out of the way to get in the cab. Because it was really hard to find cabs. I went on, 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 on. as he's closing the door like this, all proud of himself. I was able to grab the door and I was able to open it up again. And his leg wasn't in the door yet. And I went, boo, 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 boo. And the guy saw incredible fear. I went red hot. I'm like, nah, 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 nah. And then all of a sudden, he was able to get his foot in the door, close the door like this, and go, boop, and lock the door. And then gave me a shit-eating grin. I know, Vincent. I don't play. I don't play. OP Radio. I got an update on Doggy. If you if you if you uh, weren't checking this out yesterday on Sunday late afternoon, I took Doggy for a walk on the beach, and uh, he got attacked viciously by a dog that was at least forty pounds uh, heavier than him. A giant, gnarly ugly dog when when they first started going at it and honestly it was a it was a one-sided fight doggy was like what the hell i'm just looking for my ball 
I threw this tennis ball. This dog came out of nowhere. I didn't even think there was a dog in that area. Um, I really thought it was a pot-bellied uh, pig as a pet. So doggy got uh, savagely attacked. It sucked. And um, and I got belly bumped out of the situation. I'll put all this on um, probably the next episode of the OP Radio podcast in, ca- in case you missed the uh, the whole story. And then I got involved. I'm trying to push this giant dog off my dog. And then the owner is getting mad saying, get off my dog. And I'm yelling, he's killing him. Because at that point, he had a death grip around his neck. And then, uh, you know, we finally pried uh, the the dog off my dog. He was bit all over the place. Then a guy comes comes around. And I'm in his, his face. And he's basically telling me to leave walk away and then i'm not walking away because i'm really really mad and i want to stick up for my dog and then he proceeded uh, he proceeded to belly bump me out of the situation so uh that's what happened and then on the way back to our house it was way down the beach i'm thinking doggy you know he's uh he's pretty shook but he seems all right you know and then all of a sudden the bleeding started on the left uh back leg and um I'm here to say the update is that he's doing much better. The bleeding has finally stopped. Uh, he's a little skittish. He's definitely back to normal. He's running around the beach, uh, you know, chasing his tennis ball. I think I think I'm still freaked out. I think my wife and my kids are still freaked out because he's bleeding pretty good. It's a puncture wound from this dog. And, uh, you know, the vet said, uh, you know, watch it. Keep it clean. He also noticed that, uh, you know, there was some uh, bruising, you know, just a little bruising around his throat. And that is uh, one eye looked a little swollen. And then there was some other superficial bite crap all around the dog. So the update is really simple. I don't want to I want I don't want to oversell it. Uh, Doggy's doing much better. And I'm still furious, especially uh, by the part where I was belly bumped out of the situation. <laughs> Was it club soda candy? No, it wasn't club soda candy. <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> hey, I just wanted to talk to Bill. Why? I just wanted to talk to Bill. <laughs> Drop that vet bill off at the D-Bag's place. Man, I'm going to have another conversation with that guy. I just couldn't believe, you know, I've had another day to think about it. I, I, I couldn't believe that they just didn't give a crap. And I, I talked to some other people out here. And they're like, they didn't give a crap because they're used to their dog attacking other dogs. So, so to them, it's no big deal. And also to them, they absolutely, I have to say it, they have the dominant dog. So they know their dog isn't going to get hurt in any scuffle with another dog on this beach. That's why they didn't give a crap. This dog was big and gnarly. Nothing worse than when you have to commit and go, you know what? And I, and I, I, you know, I, I, I hear the same crap everybody else hears that has a, a dog. They're like, you should never get in, in the middle of two dogs fighting. Man, there is a guy. He still lives here. I don't see him that much. But there's a guy who lives down the beach. He told me a horrific story where where a pit bull killed another dog right in front of this lady uh, somewhere in Brooklyn. And I never forgot that story. Like, all of a sudden, it was a dog fight, you know. And all of a sudden, uh, I guess you're not supposed to get him in between the two dogs. And next thing you know, uh, this poor lady's dog was dead on the sidewalk in Brooklyn. This guy told me this story pretty much after meeting him because our dogs were playing. And I never forgot that. So I'm like, okay, 
You know, there are times when your dog scuffles with another dog. You understand, all right, he's going to get beat up a little bit, but no big deal. And then other times, you know, you just know that you got to get involved and you got to jump in the middle of that crap. And you got to risk getting a, a decent bite or your flesh being ripped off your body. Because uh, I was I was watching the thing I'm having a really tough time with, even though Doggy's completely normal now. I wouldn't say completely. He's skittish, but he's uh, he doesn't seem like he's he's that bad anymore. I just I saw that he was in deep trouble. He was yelping really bad. He couldn't move. He was trying to move his neck. So I'm thinking he's going to break his neck trying to get this giant dog off him. And I knew I had to jump in. And if that meant getting a bite, then so be it. So be it. And then, you know, like I said, uh, I think it was yesterday. Uh, this will all be on the on the OP Radio podcast. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll put the story on there. But basically... When I was walking away, his final shot was, no dog is worth getting stitches. I'm like, of course it. You, yeah. I mean, there, there are people out there that a dog is just a thing. Unfortunately, I, I think I was sort of thinking that when we got our dog. But then you realize, oh, my God. I got to protect this damn thing just like I would my wife and my kids. No, no dog is worth stitches. You got to be kidding me. So the update is Doggy's doing much better, uh, a little skittish, but he's uh, he's eating, he's running around, he's he's uh, chasing his dumb tennis ball, he's obsessed with his tennis ball on the beach, uh, but very, very, very clingy, very, very clingy. Uh, he's sleeping at the, at the bottom of my uh, wife's uh, feet right now. He was out here with me, but he said, screw it with the rain. And he went uh, He went back upstairs. Is Doggy feeling any better? Yeah, Stooge 420. He's good. He'll be all right. The puncture wound to his leg is brutal, man. That dog had a had a grip on that. When the other owner finally was like, all right, I guess I got to deal with this. Yeah, I think you do. You, could you, like, pry his jaw off my dog's back leg, please? And I saw the flesh being pulled, and I'm like, "Oh my god! Any second, he, any second, he's gonna pull flesh." And I, then I talked to Chris, aka Fish Guy Photos, who knows a little something about dogs. His wife is—I uh, think I can say it—his wife's a, a pretty serious trainer, and she competes in all sorts of dog competitions. She's a she's a great she's a great woman. I like having pints with her every once in a while, <clears throat> while Chris is too busy uh, doing his geek talks. Too much information, I know. He's basically saying, yeah, you got to worry about, like, you know, muscle damage and stuff when when uh, when the bite's that dramatic and, and the puncture wound is that dramatic. So, but everything seems pretty good. Uh, I think he was an a-hole, Mike O'Donnell. I think he was an a-hole for the simple fact he didn't give a crap. It was it was pretty it was pretty significant. My, my dog's been in some scraps. And some of the scraps, you're, like, annoyed, but you're like, ah, it's, you know, the dog doing what a dog's supposed to do. And you just deal with it. You're like, ah. But this one was significant. And, I, and yeah, I'm, I'm still livid because of how they handle it. They didn't give a crap. All right. It was my dog and a dog I was dog sitting. Oh, damn. I want, I want to hear the whole story of sadist. Why don't you write it out? I'll read your whole damn story. A dog isn't worth getting stitches. No one who has ever owned a dog. I, I think you're writing, Tom Burke. That, that was the weirdest thing. That was his, like, that was his closing line because, uh, you know, he had to get one more shot in. 
it wasn't good enough uh, that I got belly bumped by the other guy because he was annoyed that I was like, uh, you know, kind of confronting everybody. It was me. And I don't know. I don't know. It, it was, it's a blur now, but it was at least 10 people. At least. I would have fought all of them. Sure. I would have fought all of them, but the belly bump was significant. And then I'm like, you know, at that point, I had uh, uh, a good grip on doggy, and I'm thinking, man, now I, I now if I go, if I, I, I'll be honest with you, I I was mad that I had no choice and I had to walk away because the, you know the, my dog was hurt pretty good, and I want to confront these guys some more. You know, if it if it if it led to to like a, a real confrontation, then so what? What are you gonna do? I, I was red hot, so what? You know. But then I'm thinking if I confront these guys even more, they might be a-holes because they already show they were a-holes, and they might just let their dog uh, loose again. And at that point, my, my dog doesn't have a chance, so I had to walk away. I, you know how bad that is when you have to walk away? Ugh. Even if he belly bounced me into the sand where you couldn't see my body anymore, it would have been worth it to me to, you know, to – keep confronting but i had to walk away Ugh, i hate that so i got a brother he uh yeah all right so he would he would take the train home every day every day and he sat next to this guy one day that was really really loud on the train really loud and he was sitting next to him and uh Whatever reason, I, I guess my brother had a bad day and all, but this guy was using the N-word really loud as he was talking to somebody on, on the phone. And my brother's like, my brother's annoyed, first of all, because the guy doesn't give a crap about anybody else. He's just loud as everyone's just, you know, you got to understand the commutes from from uh, New York City out to like Long Island and elsewhere. Most people, by the end of the day, they just want peace and quiet and they want to lay their stupid head up against a window if they get, are lucky enough to get a window scene, just get a few Z's before they get to their station. So, guy's really loud. He's using the N-word. My brother's getting heated. He's like, can you just shut up? You know, we're all just trying to chill out. And, and the guy's like, Ugh. One of these guys, Ugh. Anyway, blah, 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 blah. And then uh, he, he's just using the N-word like, like it's nothing. And my brother finally goes, can you shut up and can you stop saying that word? The guy's like, and just like, just like the story I told, this guy would not stop and was purposely even using the word more and, 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 you know, speaking up even louder. So the guy keeps going and going and my brother finally had it. And so he's like, all right. So my brother's, uh, it's my brother's stop. <laughs> I can say this right this many years ago. So. The doors open, it's my brother's stop. And as soon as the doors open, he turns and clocks this guy, clocks him. The guy goes down. And my brother just walks off the off the train and the doors just go. Didn't say what brother. Didn't say what brother, but he finally had it. He finally had it.
boo boo boo. Boo 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 boo.